Good morning. You are listening to the Small World Business Podcast. My name is Justin Colzo. I'm here with my co-host. Dan Boku. And really today what we're going to talk about is a very introductory episode. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about ourselves. We're going to talk a little bit about kind of where we see this podcast going, why we're doing it, and all that good stuff. Uh, so with that being said, Dan, if you want to go ahead and talk a little bit about your background and all that. Yeah, so I was originally born in Virginia. Um, lived in the D.C. Maryland area for a little bit. Uh, eventually moved to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, um, and finished up in Delaware. So once I got to Delaware, I finished high school in Delaware and ended up going to college in Delaware at the University of Delaware. <laughs> Go blue hands. <laughs> um, there, I majored in economics uh, with the intention of eventually working in the government. But of course, during that time, around 2011, was the Great Recession. Um, so that didn't really play out how I intended it to. So I kind of took the first job I could kind of get during that time, which was at Sigma Healthcare. Um, started off working in the enrollment department where you simply enrolled you know, individuals into their benefits. Uh, eventually moved into accounts receivables um, where I kind of focused on a complex book of business, working with companies that had high volume uh, premiums and working on their accounts receivables as far as collecting their payments. Um, but during that time, I kind of you know, had the itch to go back to college um, to get my, my MBA. So I eventually went back to college I uh, went to the University of Wilmington University, I should say, uh, where I uh, went back for my MBA for concentration of finance. So towards the end of that, uh, finishing up, uh, my goal was to kind of get into finance. Uh, and I applied for probably like 40 to 50 different positions. It was kind of tough during that time too, especially getting in, into finance at an entry level. But uh, a company took a chance on me, which was Field Survey. Um, started working with them. Uh, back in 2014, was there for a few years. Uh, eventually left um, my position. Once I left, was a senior financial analyst. Uh, learned a lot while I was there. A lot of ins and outs, how to run the business, what goes into a budget, what goes into you know just planning for a budget, working with executives. So definitely took a lot um, from that company in my time there. Um, so currently, I work for a company called Vector Solutions. Um, they do a lot with content creations. Uh, whether it be e-learning materials or, you know, support with, you know, different functions for your company. Um, so there, right now, I am enough, a senior analyst on the team. I work hand-in-hand with, you know, the VP of Finance, the uh, senior manager um, of FP&A. Uh, kind of focus on, you know, budgeting as well, planning as well. Took over the cash forecast for the company, so that's a big um Thing for me now to focus on as well as um, also cost saving analysis of course in business you try to find ways to, to save so that's kind of my main function there um, so yeah that's pretty much me in a nutshell go back over to Justin so, so you're a money guy <laughs> pretty much a money guy yeah I, I see numbers all day every day so that's pretty much you know how I kind of work mentally I guess <laughs> I kind of took the other route, and I think that that's why you and I really clicked really quickly. A um, little bit about me, I'm from the suburbs of Chicago. Right out of high school, I went up to northern Minnesota. I played Division II college football up there uh, for two years. Wound up walking away, had some shoulder issues and whatnot, and decided, hey, I'm not, probably not going to go to the NFL out of a Division II school. I'm also really not playing. 
So decided to hang him up. And when doing that, I said, there's really no need for me to freeze my ass off anymore up in Fargo, basically. Uh, and I moved down to Tampa. And so I've been down here for about two years now. That's how Dan and I met. We're down here in Tampa, Florida now. And kind of got really fortunate, tripped and fell into a role at Crunch Fitness as a personal trainer. Had some pretty good success. It's actually exactly where Dan and I met was through Crunch. Right. Uh, Got a good amount of sales experience doing that, which is not something that I anticipated. With that sales experience, training experience, all that combined, I actually went and started my own small business at 21 years old. Uh, I was personal training out of a garage gym, uh, had a couple online clients, and really did pretty well. Had I think I grew up from zero to 10 clients at its peak, all while being in six classes as a full-time student, having a eight-month-old, one-year-old puppy. Uh, was really kind of bouncing around a whole lot. And I knew business was kind of really what I wanted to kind of get into long term. I was pretty burnt out with the whole training thing. And knowing that my degree is human performance, which is basically exercise science, I kind of geared myself towards that route the whole time and said, let me take my sales experience. and Hopefully I can pull something with that. And I actually graduate today in about to five or so hours. So Dan and I are recording this and then I got to go put a cap and gown on. But I've accepted a job for after graduation with Fisher Investments to do finance sales, which is not something I ever saw myself doing, but something I'm very excited about. We decided to start this podcast because Dan and I are very business-minded people. Um, at the end of the day, we both really kind of know that money makes the world go round. It might not necessarily make you happy and make your life better, but it gives you the opportunity to do different things. And so we have always talked since I've known him for a year and a half almost yeah. probably. Yeah. Almost We've always talked about wanting to get into business and doing something because I have the very basic business sense of how to run a small business while Dan has the finance sense of, hey, these numbers add up or these numbers don't make any sense at all. And then kind of bouncing ideas off of one another, we really kind of realized that we can make some cool things happen. So we talked for a little while about trying to figure out how can we make this work in different ways? And one thing that we discussed was setting up this podcast. And so the whole point of this podcast is to discuss how to balance being an entrepreneur or entrepreneurially minded while working nine to five and how to balance relationships in that sense and how to make time for your family and your dog and just having a social life yeah. while also trying to be financially free. Um, you know, we want to reach a lot of people. We want to reach small business owners, people that want to be small business owners. We want to reach people that are like-minded and people that are hardworking. Um, and that's kind of the outlook for the podcast. I mean, Dan, do you think I'm missing anything in that? No, it just, it'll be a journey for us. I feel like, you know, as we start to get into investing and trying to, you know, acquire companies or businesses and, you know, do things on the side as well. So It'll just be a journey, you know, for the listeners to kind of take with us as we kind of learn the ins and outs. Because um, even though I have, like, a financial background, I'm still investing as far as, like, you know, buying companies. It's still new to me. Um, so there's going to be a lot that we learn, a lot that we experience during this time. So, yeah, it'll just be a journey for, for everyone to kind of take with us. Yeah, absolutely. And there are, I mean, like Dan said, one of the big things that we always look at is, is buying companies. It's something that I've kind of realized could be pretty lucrative if we do it the right way and have the right team around us. And so that's something that Dan and I talk about a good amount is looking at companies that are established. Right. On the other hand, we also know that there is a big market for obviously creating companies. That's the way the U.S. government has been set up in the U.S. economy. It really benefits business owners. 
And so I was very fortunate, like I said, at 21 to start my first company. And doing this and setting up this podcast is actually my second company. And so by 22, I've, I've owned two companies, which to me is, to me is pretty cool. Uh, and so my first company was First Tier Performance. My second company now is First Tier Entertainment to kind of play off of that. I think it's kind of meaningful to me. And I want to keep doing that because I think it's, it's fun and it's interesting to have your own thing on top of your investments. And I know that Dan's had a couple of things that he's working on starting up. You want to go ahead and talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so I mean, right now, my main focus is starting a nonprofit. Um, the idea came to me a while back. Um, I pretty much come from a single parent household, and my mom's dream was always to kind of like buy a house and have us move into a house and have like a healthy home environment, but she never had that financial backing to do so. So um, as I started to, you know, become successful myself, you know, realizing you know, how that kind of play, played a part in my life and not really having that come to fruition for my mother, you know, made me want to put others in a situation to where, like, they can have support. So the idea of the nonprofit would be to help single parents, you know, obtain affordable housing. Um, the start would be kind of providing subsidies, especially in the Tampa market right now. And it's out of control how, you know, the, the rent has gone up everywhere. So there's a lot of families struggling, too you know, to stay in their houses or apartments, whatever the case may be. So the main focus right now is to kind of get everything started with the intentions of, you know, providing subsidies for parents and um, single parents and help, helping them kind of guide them to a more financial stability to where they can eventually, you know, buy their first home. So the end goal would be to help them buy their first home. So that's been my main focus for the last few months. There's been a lot of, you know, roadblocks I would say that I kind of ran into. Um, there's more work that I had envisioned it being. Um, so it's just kind of navigating through that right now and you know found the necessary paperwork to get it started. Um, so that's my main focus. Also mentor on this side as well. Um, there's a group called Bubba which stands for Brothers United Building Brothers Alliance. So it deals with a lot of you know inner city youth and trying to connect with them in ways to you know just be support because a lot of the kids you know that we meet you know, they'll have the, the best home environments as well. Um, so for me, I just try to be there, whether it's just them talking or just spending time with the kids. We have different events throughout the month. Uh, our biggest one is called a Boys Night Out, where we bring almost 50 to 100 kids together. We'll play basketball with them, football, like Nerf guns, whatever the case may be. We'll kind of, you know, hang out with the kids for about an hour or so, and then at the end have a piece of party, and then kind of do a, like a recap with the kids. So. Um, that's normally once a month, and there's other activities that we do within the month too. Um, so yeah, starting nonprofit, the nonprofit, and you know, mentoring has been like my main focus over the last two years, and now I'm trying to take the leap into investing. Um, so that's you know, everything kind of coming, coming full circle in a sense. So I mean, like I mentioned, uh, Dan and I obviously both understand that money does make the world go round. It does give you the opportunity to open new doors. What I love about Dan and why I think you and I have such a good relationship is he's very, very mission driven. And I think that the two things that he just put out there kind of show that. With the mentor group, I've really seen Dan grow over the last year that you've been involved with that pretty heavily. I've really seen him grow and try to reach out to new people. And I think that through that mentoring group kind of helped to birth this idea of the not-for-profit that he's working on. He also went about the not-for-profit a very intelligent way in regards to, he reached out to a couple people on LinkedIn, uh, had a couple people actually get back to him, 
and are willing to help him out as he gets further in the process, it's, it's really interesting to watch someone that is so financially minded, especially in regards to his work, but then he can still put the money aside and realize, hey, at the end of the day, I'm in a very good spot and I have a, a position where I can help a lot of people. And I think that that's one of the reasons Dan and I yeah. have always gotten along so well because I, I absolutely love that mentality of going about things, the ability to say I'm in a position of strength where I can really kind of help to assist people and lift them up a little bit. Right. And so kudos to you on that regard. Yeah. And Dan's actually kind of driven me a little bit to start mulling around with ideas for a non-for-profit. I know that at the end of the day, I can make some decent money doing sales and I can kind of, like Dan, or like I mentioned earlier, be a little mission-driven. And I had a family member or two that were alcoholics and had some issues. And so one thing that I want to do down the road is help with uh, alcoholism and helping get people off the streets, helping them get the rehab that they need. That's nowhere near in the works, but it is something that's in the back of my mind that I've been kind of mulling over for a little while as well. Really, thanks to Dan at the end of the day. Um, Excuse me. One thing that I forgot to mention earlier when I was talking about the foresight and the eventual, eventual place that we kind of want to take this podcast we're going to bring guests on. Um, it's going to be a couple weeks. Dan and I kind of want to get some stuff on the plate and kind of mention some stuff through. But as we start moving forward, it'll probably be every other week, uh, maybe every two weeks or so, that we bring guests on. It'll be people that own small businesses, people that have done well in the stock market. We might have C-suite level people at companies that we know or people that have had played athletics at the higher levels, whether that's professional or college, whatever it might be. People that have had to balance a lot of things at the same time and been very, very successful in doing it. Because I mean, Dan and I are one thing that we really kind of emphasize is networking and yeah. talking to everyone that's around us. Yeah. And so we've gotten very fortunate living in Tampa that we've met a lot of people. And so I think we can bring some really cool people on and not only learn ourselves, but hopefully you guys are able to pick something up from that as well. Uh, is there anything that you wanted to mention about guests coming on or anything? No, I mean, I think that's the interesting part is actually interviewing people and seeing like how they kind of got their start, how they do balance, you know, everything that they have going on. So, you know, it be like one of the main focus points for us, I want to say, because it's, it's tough balancing everything. I <laughs> uh, give kudos to Justin, too, because I forget that he's 21, you know, 22 sometimes, because it's like he started his own business at 21, you know, and he's so, you know, mature for his age that he kind of lose sight, you know, that he's only, you know, 22, so, you know, and like you said today, he's about to graduate in a few hours, so he was like, yeah, let's knock out an episode this, this morning, so, it's going to show, like, his work ethic as a person, I think that translates from playing football, he still has that, you know, work ethic to where, you know, he's constantly on the grind, so that's the one thing I appreciate about um, Justin, so, yeah, so, like, like we said earlier, it'll just be us kind of interviewing people, getting into, you know, our journey, um, and kind of go up from there. And it's interesting that you brought up my age. Uh, it's actually one of the podcasts that I've really kind of gotten heavy into listening to. It's called Diary of a CEO with Stephen Bartlett. He's an English man who has really been the CEO of one of England's fastest growing companies. I actually think he's no longer with that company. Started something else, uh, you know, whatever. But he reads from his personal diary and I'm, re- I'm going through these episodes from a few years back, and I think it was back in 2017, 
He was 25 years old and really, really struggled with his age when it came to business. He felt like he was seen as immature. Yeah, that's a good point. And that's one thing, realizing that in the sales aspect of personal training, I have long hair and a beard, and I was afraid to shave my beard because it made me look like I was four years younger. I carry myself a certain way because I think there's a certain connotation with being young. And I think that a lot, hopefully, some of our listeners could even relate to that, that there is an age struggle with business and sales and honestly at the end of the day just career wise yeah. you know you're seen as lesser i guess you could say almost because you are younger right. at the end of the day i know that people that are younger are, they're just as hard working and a lot of times just as intelligent they just lack the experience That's what yeah. and so one of the biggest things for me was trying to get over that hump that is that was my age because i am obviously relatively young to own my second business now comparably to a lot of people at least. And so I've kind of been lucky that over the last couple of years, I've been able to get over that hump and work through it. And so I think that that's something that we're going to touch on later on in another episode or something. But I just wanted to touch on that because Dan did bring it up. One of the last things that we're going to talk about are books and podcasts that both Dan and I are on right now. I think it is important every business person, every business guru, successful entrepreneur, whatever, that I've ever talked to, listened to, spoken with, reads and listens and really just takes in information really all the time. And so I think it's important for people that want to be in those shoes to be readers, to be learners. And so whether you pick that up in a podcast, you pick it up in a book, it's really kind of up to you and your preferences. So Dan and I are both relatively decent readers, but we both listen to podcasts pretty religiously. So kind of, we're going to touch on some of the books and podcasts that we're on or have been on in order to kind of give you guys some insight as to what information we're taking in. So Dan, if you want to go ahead and touch on those. Yeah, so from a podcast perspective, there's two that I listen to almost religiously. Uh, one is On Purpose with Jay Shetty. Um, he is, I don't know if most of you know like his background. He was a monk for a few years, kind of transitioned into you know, the entertainment field where he now has a podcast that kind of focuses on, you know, like mental health and, you know, um, just the, the ins and outs of life. So I kind of listen to that on a daily basis. I think he releases an episode once a week. Um, it's really every time I listen to it, I kind of take a little nugget from each episode, whether it be about relationships or, you know, mental stability or financial stability. Um, it definitely resonates with me listening to that, that podcast. Um, another one is called The Great Man Within, that I listen to as well. And it's kind of like the same thing as the Jay Shetty podcast where it touches on, you know, as a man, um, certain ins and outs that you should be doing, um, how to kind of connect with other men and um, how to kind of bridge the gap, whether it be in, you know, corporate America or, you know, business. Um, so you touch on a lot of different topics. So there's always something that I kind of could take from that um, podcast as well. And as far as books, I was never really a big book guy. <laughs> Um, but like for most, uh, once COVID hit and you ran out of TV shows to watch, you started, you know, reading books. Um, so one that I read at the time was called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And it's a very like spiritual, spiritually guided book to where it kind of touches on, you know, your subconscious mind, conscious mind, your ego. Um, There's one that, uh, to be honest, I read once and it didn't really make sense. But after kind of, you know, putting some work in on myself over the last few years, I read it again, so it resonated even more the second time around. So 
for anyone you know looking for a spiritually guided book or a self-help book, I definitely recommend The Power of Now. Um, the other one is called Flow, and I forget the author. I'm trying to look for it. Um, but it pretty much talks about how to optimize each experience, how to kind of kind of how to get into a flow state. Um, think of it as like an athlete who, you know, a basketball player, for example, you know, can't miss a shot. They get into a flow state to where it becomes almost just a second nature thing, like a repetitive thing. Um, so kind of how to implement that into like my daily life, uh, whether it be with work, whether it be with starting a nonprofit, whether it be with, you know, mentoring. So get into a flow state to where it just kind of comes natural. So yeah, those are the two podcasts and the two books that I've kind of read over the years that, you know, kind of, you know, played a pivotal role in my life. So. Okay. So one thing that I re- it's a book that I read a while ago and for those of you that have read it I think you'll understand why I'm bringing it up for those of you that haven't read it you'll probably scratch your head and say what the hell's wrong with this kid honest to God I think the best book I've ever read is Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey it is candid it is authentic and there's really no BS behind it the whole point of the book, and it's called Green Lights for a reason, and the whole point of the book is life gives you three things. They're green lights, yellow lights, and red lights. The green lights mean go. You're doing great. This is this is a pay raise at work. This is a day off that you weren't expecting. Your wife gives birth to your first kid. Those are green lights. Life gives you yellow lights. Things that are a bump in the road that you don't really expect. It's your computer breaks down in the middle of a work day, or your dog throws up on your shoes, whatever the case might be. You get through it, but it definitely slows you down. And then life gives you red lights. Red lights are losing a loved one or totaling a car or an injury or whatever the case might be. Those more severe things that really kind of drag us down. And the whole point of the book is turning those red and yellow lights into green lights, but then also being able to enjoy the green lights in the moment and not being so caught up in everyday life that we miss a sunset or we miss driving by and stopping at the view. It's about enjoying the green lights while also working through your yellow and red lights. And I think for those of you that have read the book, you'll understand why I'm talking about it on a business and entrepreneur con- uh, podcast. For those of you that haven't read it, I would recommend it to everyone and their mother. The other book that I have been reading, but truthfully it kind of got sidetracked. Uh, I, I blame it on school, but honestly I just think I just got a little lazy with it so I need to get back to it, is Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. It's the same person that Dan's podcast is run through. And it's all about how to not let the everyday BS really get to you. It's, it's really trying to think like a monk and think logically and think with purpose and act with purpose as well. And so that's a book that had really spoken to me and honestly haven't read it in a couple of months because I got into my final semester of senior year of college and things just got a little hectic for me because I'm in six classes again. Six classes. Yeah. <laughs> in regards to podcasts, my podcasts are similar but a little different to Dan's. I touched earlier on Diary of a CEO, Stephen Bartlett, and I have not been able to stop listening to that podcast since I found it a couple weeks ago. He put out an episode with Terry Crews that is actually how I found it. And so if you've listened to it, awesome, you know why it's so touching. If you haven't, I would recommend it to everyone. It's one of his newest episodes. Since listening to the, it was almost like an hour and a half, two hour episode with Terry Crews. Since listening to that episode with Stephen Bartlett, I have gone back and I'm now listening to the uh, the episodes in chronological order. So I'm like, I think four or five years behind. Oh, I mean, these are, he's got hundreds of episodes. And I'm all the way back in like 2017, 2018 right now. 
and kind of working through these. I have to listen to it nonstop. I mean, I listen to it while I work out, which some of you might say is a little weird, but that's fine. <laughs> I listen to it when I'm driving, all that stuff. I, I haven't listened to music in like a couple weeks, which is very weird for me. The other big podcast for me is called HWMF, and it is a bodybuilder named Seth Ferrosi. It is one of his business partners, uh, Bob Dot. I think his last name is Dotrich or Dotrich. The whole point of the podcast is these are two guys that have really gone through some crap in life. Seth was really working through a lot. He was a professional bodybuilder for a handful of years. Wound up getting divorced, pretty much lost it all. And his whole thing is, hey, I, excuse me, I have eaten the metaphorical shit sandwich and look where I am now. I can go to a car dealership, buy a pickup truck and cash and walk out and not think twice about it. And he's like, I've, I've seen both ends of the spectrum and both ends of the extreme. And the only difference that took place in the middle was being what they consider an HWMF. It's a hardworking motherfucker. That's the whole point of the podcast. And so it's Seth and his business partner, Bob, who does the majority of his tech work. They do supplements. They do gear. I think they have a couple other investments that they work on. And it's really just talking about how to be a hardworking motherfucker through it all and put all of the crap aside and really just, you know, when life gives you a red light, you know, they don't stop at the red light. They're going to hammer through it and they're going to figure it out because they need to. They both have wives. They both have families. So for them, it's not figuring it out because I want to. For them, it's figuring it out because I have to. It's a, it's a feast or starve mentality almost for those two. And so that is a different level of mental stimulation that I think is also very beneficial for me, uh, both business-wise and personally, truthfully. One of the things that we are going to end on today, and I think we're going to end on it almost every podcast really, is something that I think could be really cool and spark up some good conversations. I found a book at Target, truthfully, called 3,000 Questions uh, About Me. And it's 3,000 questions. We're just going to pick a random one. We're going to roll with it. We're going to talk about it. I don't know what question it's going to be. Dan has no idea. I really haven't even read through these questions yet. And we're going to talk about it. So everything's shooting from the hip here. Um, We're going to go with question 2959. And it is, do you value other people's opinion? Hmm. That's, I guess I'll start. (laughs) Go ahead. That's a good question. Um, I feel like I do at times, but I do, depending on what, the person is saying because I try to accept everyone's opinion. I not not try. I do accept everyone's opinion and I listen to them with an intent of understanding every time they have something to say. But as far as if it like resonates with me, I think I try to kind of use my intuition on that. Because um, I mean, sometimes people will give you you know their opinion that doesn't res- necessarily you know fit the situation. It's just their outlook on the you know the situation. So. Um, I do listen to people, their, their opinion, I feel like intently, because I just listen to understand most of the time. Um, but as far as, you know, do I receive it? I guess it depends on the situation and if it resonates or not, um, if it's helpful, you know, or not. So, I think, yeah. Okay. Justin? I definitely think I value people's opinions. Yeah. Like you said, it depends. And it depends on the implementation. It depends on the person. The delivery, yeah. The delivery, Exactly. One of the things that I was told when I started getting into business is there are a lot of people that are going to tell you a lot of things and very few of them should have merit behind it. I actually heard something, I think it was on a podcast like a couple of years ago, 
Honestly, it might have even been a book. I don't remember 100%. But the comment was, when you start a business, the one group of people you should never listen to is your family. And it's a really weird thing. I have a very good relationship with my family. They're actually in town, uh, in Tampa, down from Chicago for graduation today. And one of the biggest things, and it's a lesson that I took, was, hey, if you're going to do something, do it. Your family's going to try and talk you out of it because you're, 90% of the time, your family's all about security. Your family wants you to protecting you, making sure that you're making the right decision. When being an entrepreneur is about taking risks. It's about putting yourself out there and saying, this is going to work because I'm going to make it work, not because it's meant to work or whatever the case might be. Being an entrepreneur is about being a hard worker and having that mindset of it doesn't matter what happens because I'm going to make it happen. And so one of the pieces of advice that I learned a while back was don't listen to the advice of your family, which is hard because obviously you want to listen to your family as well. But other things, I mean, I value people like Dan's opinions because Dan has knowledge that I lack. Dan and I share a very similar mindset. So Dan's opinion does weigh relatively heavily on me. I don't talk about business ideas with a lot of my friends because quite frankly, their business opinion doesn't have any merit to me. Do I care about what they think about me? To an extent. True, yeah. But certain opinions that they have, I don't care about. Someone might not agree with how I raise my dog. Does that have any merit on my life? Not even a little bit. I'm going to raise my dog. I want to raise my dog. Do I care if someone thinks I'm an asshole? Maybe a little bit. (laughs) So I think that the question goes both ways, and Dan's absolutely right. I care about people's opinions. I will a lot of times try to input that... Backlash, not backlash, that response from people into my life and kind of try and change certain behaviors to re- react and respond to opinions. But I don't always input and have merit based yeah. on what they think or yeah. say. You try to take it for what it is, I guess, in yeah. the situation. You know, maybe it's helpful, maybe it's not. But like you said, it definitely depends on who it's coming from sometimes. You know, so, yeah. All right, guys. I think that is it for the first episode. It was a good one. It was a good start. Dan and I will be back next week to chit-chat a little bit more. Um, Yeah, that's it. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you got any feedback, I'm going to set up an email, and uh, we'll get that out next episode. And so we kind of want to hear back. If you guys know us and you listen to this, which my assumption is the most people listening are going to be, I don't know, my parents and Dan's mom. That's it. And so if you guys know us, (coughs) oh, my God. If you guys know us and you listen to this episode, shoot us a text, give us a call, tell us what you think, because we are definitely looking for feedback. This is our first podcast. It's our first podcast together. Yeah, ever, yes. And so, so we, we definitely want to hear back from you guys and what you're thinking, what, what your responses are. So let us know, and we will uh, see you guys next week. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you.